MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is All Angles, VEASAN's football betting podcast. Here is Matt Brown. What's up, guys? It's Matt Brown here, episode 21 of All Angles, football betting podcast here on the VEASAN Podcast Network. It is the week seven preview, and man, I sure wish there were games on this slate that I felt a little bit better about. Unfortunately, there just is not. And so we'll touch on the ones that I do have in the account. I mean, some of these ones are just not an opinion to be had, and, and I can't even give you anything that I feel like is actionable information. It's it's teams coming off buys that are getting new pieces. It is quarterback situations that we can't make any sense of I I don't know where to go with a lot of this stuff but at least I do know in Detroit Lions Baltimore Ravens sitting right now it's three in favor of the Ravens 43 43 and a half is the total I was able to catch a flash little three and a half for the Lions I'd still play the Lions at three it is a team in which I think you can feel good getting points with if it is a plus number next to the Lions, I think it is a decent chance for us to look and evaluate if this is something we want to get involved in, no matter who the opponent is, because the Lions offense is so good that we are always going to be in the game. We are always going to be within some sort of garbage touchdown away from staying within the number. And if you look at the Lions defense, it's it's been really shocking so far because I thought they would be, let's call it, you know, 20th. 19th, 18th, something like that in the league. But man, 
the end of last season showed us a little bit of flashes, and apparently they did something in the offseason that is really, really good. All the advanced metrics say the Lions are a, a top-10 defense. And so if you look at this Ravens team, it's really struggled in the red zone. They don't really have a ton of dudes, right? I mean, you got Mark Andrews at tight end, who's obviously awesome, but wide receivers are either young and messing up or they're old and not productive. So I am uh, I'm on the Lions here. Even without David Montgomery, they do get Jameer Gibbs back, and um, it is a situation in which if the Lions are down 10, Lions are down 7, 8, whatever it might be, and it's late, I think you still feel pretty good about the plus three. One other game that we're going to look at here that I think is at least interesting to look at, and and, and that's this Browns-Colts game. And, and look, it's going to toggle back and forth between three, three and a half by the time this, while this thing's kicking off. So you, you want to find a three. I don't want you just to, to lay the three and a half with the Browns. But if you look, Gardner Minshew being the starting quarterback for the Colts, it looks like Deshaun Watson, barring a setback, is going to be there for the Browns. But if you look, Gardner Minshew, over the course of his career, he, he hasn't handled pressure very well. Clean pockets, he's actually been okay. And it, it, let's listen, you know, that's I think that has led to this kind of weird misconception that Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback, that Gardner Minshew is a guy that could be starting in the NFL. I think we saw last week that's just not the case. And you have a Browns defense that is going to just be living in the backfield against Gardner Minshew and the Colts. And that's one of the best parts about this handicap, right? Is like, if you're sitting here, Cleveland, which is, you know, blitz out, blitzes outside of the top 10 in the NFL, but they're sixth in pressure rate. If you look at their defensive adjusted line yards, it's like tw- it's second in the NFL. Their adjusted sack rate is third. So you're looking at a defensive line that is just dominant without having a blitz. And you look at the other stuff. Pass defense EPA first overall in the NFL. Pass defense success rate first overall in the NFL. Pass defense DVOA first in the NFL. Rush defense DVOA fourth in the NFL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a fantastic defense that we're not asking a ton from Deshaun Watson, who, again, barring setbacks, going to be under center. For the Browns, I don't think that this is a crazy ask out of them to be able to uh, to cover the three against a, a pretty weak Colts team. So I do like that angle in that one as well. Rams and Steelers, at least fairly interesting, even though there's not an official play in for me on this one. They do get Deontay Johnson back for the Steelers. And I I, I bring this game up because I think it's worth watching to see if the guy who was the perceived wide receiver one for this team, if him being back in the lineup maybe makes this Steelers offense look a little bit more potent, maybe it makes this Steelers offense look like one that's worthy of being in the NFL. Coming out of a bye, everything screams Rams to me, but I can't get there because there's a lot of unknown there. That's what I'm talking about this this week just in general. There's a lot of unknown. Because the Steelers with Deontay Johnson, I don't know. Maybe they look different. Maybe Pickett's just terrible. There's a chance that that's the case too. But I can't get there. I think a contest play for sure with the Rams, I just can't quite get there with them on a side, which I really wish I – I could Seahawks and the Cardinals look any place that you can find an eight, eight and a half. I think it's still worth a teaser leg. I know the Cardinals. I mean, I know the Seahawks injury report didn't turn out great for them, but it's still a game in which I'm, I'm okay 
heading in that direction. Chargers and Chiefs, the Chiefs are sitting five, five and a half. I, I laid the five with the Chiefs at home against the Chargers, who after this past couple of weeks, I had to, I just had to downgrade them on power rank. And I think anybody out there had to do the same thing. And so when you put the numbers just strictly up against your power ratings, then you understand that the the Chiefs are probably going to be two, two and a half points better than Chargers according to your power ratings. I know we have to like just kind of get over all of that, but it's just the truth. Like they're they're probably two, two and a half points better in your power ratings. If that's the case, then we have to bet them this week. If it's sitting five, which is a dead number anyway, well, we, we, we have to bet them anyway. And so I'm not jumping up and down about doing it. I mean, do I think that them trading for Miko Hardman makes the offense better? Weirdly enough, I guess I could say, Maybe because of the familiarity that he has with the offense. They get back Charles Aminahu as well, who was a guy that had over 60 quarterback pressures, seven sacks, 43 quarterback hurries, all this stuff like that. He's going to be an edge rusher now on a defense for the Chiefs that has been really, really good. So how are we going to pass on that? I think this number's too short. Five's a dead number anyway, so I mean, it's kind of like, Put 80% of your stake on five and then 10% on six and 10% on six and a half or 10% on seven. Like, bet some of these alts as well, considering five is a dead number as it is. Then you look here at the Dolphins and Eagles. And I bring this up as a game I don't have any action on, but it's sitting three in favor of the Eagles, 51 and a half. I do want to bring this up because mainly the Eagles injury report, if you were watching earlier in the week and you didn't pay attention, the Eagles injury report turned out as fantastic as could possibly be for this Eagles team. I thought I was going to be on the Dolphins. This is just a fascinating game, right? I mean, just top to bottom, best offense in the best offense in the NFL. You get like a, you know, an offense that's kind of been underperforming with the Eagles, but certainly has a bunch of upside. You get a defense on the Eagles side that since they drafted Jalen Carr, you can't run against them at all. You get a, a Dolphins defense that you can run on all day long if you want to. So it's just really interesting to me. I think it's one of those rare instances where it's favorite and under or dog and over. If you're looking to play the, the total, if you think the Dolphins win this game, it's it's more likely this is going to be the high scoring type shootout, increase the variance type deal. And if you think the, the Eagles get this done, I think the Eagles get up, then they control the clock and do what they do best and run in the football and against the defensive line that you can certainly run against in the Dolphins. And now you've got kind of the, the recipe for success. So from a total perspective, if you like the Eagles, I think you're betting the under. If you like the Dolphins, I think you're betting the over. Because the Eagles are going to be able to throw the ball against the Dolphins secondary. It's just going to happen. No big thoughts on any of these other games really out there. The only other one that I do want to circle for you guys that if you want to play from a player prop perspective, this Cardinals-Seahawks game, Seahawks are have DK Metcalf as questionable. And if you listen to Pete Carroll's comments, he wasn't all that – he was not all that uh, positive on DK Metcalf getting out there for the Seahawks this week. said there's still a lot of pain. He's working through it, and it'll be a true game-time decision. Well – Listen, Jackson Smith and Jigba has basically been invisible in this offense, but if DK Metcalf isn't out there, I think finally he might get some shine. I think finally he might run the routes that we thought he was going to run. 
And if that's the case, then I think he's at least a, an interesting player prop option for the Seattle Seahawks in that game. It's going to be a ton of teasers on them, and I don't hate the teaser leg there at all either. But, guys, just a whole bunch of crappy games sitting at three with totals of 37 out there this week, and it's not a lot to love. And here's the deal. You know, we don't have to bet a ton every single week. Find a couple bets that we like. We get them in the account. We go ahead and we move on to next week. It looks like there's some better games in week eight as it is anyway right now. So let's just try and keep our card a little bit tighter than usual and um, try to make some money off the bets that we do have in the account. If you have any questions for me, again, at Matt Brown M2 on the Twitter machine, happy to answer any of those. And good luck on all your week seven bets. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.